Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 74 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on March 8th, 2022. I am your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host, Sterling Hammer. And, uh, spoiler, well, spoiler alert, as we always like to, uh, issue, we always like to issue a spoiler alert. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about this film, or this half of this film, because uh, last time, uh, as we all know, uh, my previous episode was uh, Kill Bill Volume 1, directed by one Sir Quentin Tarantino, and this week uh, we watched the second half of his uh, little saga that he created, Kill Bill Volume 2, or Kill Bill Vol 2. Hmm. Um, yeah. This one really is... Lee hated it. I didn't hate it. Was, it. Lee, if I could have recorded your reaction to this literally every 10 minutes, ugh. <laughs> oh, this scene. <laughs> oh god yeah we get it like literally lee like every 10 minutes you hated it it wasn't like every 10 minutes but there were a lot there, there were, were a lot scenes. of scenes more than half the movie you went ugh, when the scene began or just like ugh, because there are not many scenes that's the thing like each scene is like 15 30 minutes long very true, and that's and you why didn't like more than half of them. <laughs> like, well, like you didn't like some really big scenes. I'm not saying they were pivotal. I'm not saying I disagree with you, but they're long scenes, and you're like, I hate this. Because <laughs> like, yeah, even I think it goes on for way too long. Um, and that's sort of the thing. This, f- it's so different from Volume One in the sense that that was like a more like kind of stylized. And this movie's got you know some action in it too. Yeah, but this one, it, it, it's like trying to be more of like a character. I think it would have been cool if uh, Billy Bill's brother was like a ga- like kind of like a gang leader of like a hillbilly like trailer park, and it was kind of like the Crazy Eighty Eight, but it was with hillbillies and she had to kill them with like shotguns and shit. Eh, I don't know. I I, I just wanted a big gory fight scene. I just think that would have been a cool like scenario for a big gory fight scene because I can't think of anywhere else where you could put one unless like Bill had guards, but then you wouldn't get the whole like reveal of her daughter and her being going like, oh, oh. yeah, and you know that scene goes on for a while and then they watch a movie to get. It's really not even a big like reveal because we know that you already the... knew it from the first movie. Yeah, at the end, yeah, he says she's alive. Yeah, yeah. It would have been crazy if it didn't say that. So then, like, the real then. That would have been blowing all our minds. I know, but I guess maybe he was counting on the fact that we forgot. Because <laughs> uh, so much happens. But also, not a lot happens in this. And I just... and a lot I don't of, like how she forgives Bill, almost. And like, and then she feels good, but then sad that he's dead. Yeah, well, I, I did kind of like that scene. Um... We'll go into, you know, that a little bit more. I feel like, weirdly enough, this one, is, it's, like, more character-focused. But yet, I still feel like we don't really know who this woman is. Yeah, there's much. a lot of character development, and you learned nothing. Other than, like, she's... Still out for revenge. And I guess she's somewhat of, like, like sympathetic. Yeah, they ma- he made her way more... Like, he. He built more of the victim story, which she definitely is. Yeah. But, like, showing the whole, like, but then, like, it revealing that, like, it wasn't her love of her life, that Bill was, but, like, she was just basically marrying this guy just to, she, like, she's like, I like him. Yeah, because I don't think, maybe she, like, I don't know, maybe she didn't want to be an assassin anymore. Yeah, she didn't. She was trying to be normal, but, like, she obviously didn't really like the guy she was marrying that much either. Like, she didn't, like, love him. Seemed like a doofus. Yeah, she was just like, oh, he's normal. But I don't, you know, he didn't, des- him and his friends didn't deserve him to get fucking And her friends white. that she made, yeah, like, just murdered. Yeah. And we also get a cameo from Sam Jackson. Yeah, he gets murdered, too. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is all in the opening scene. It's all in black and white. 
Um, and it's like, we know what's going to happen. This is almost sort of the problem that I had with the second half of Hateful Eight. When we're just watching the flashback of the guys taking Yeah, you're watching like what ha- like how everything happened. And it's like I don't, the scenes. I don't care. And it's like we know. It's like the Patton Oswald joke, like, hey, would you like some ice cream? Oh, sure. All right, here's a bag of rock sauce and milk. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, exactly. It's like I don't want to know how I the thing I love is made. <laughs> like I would just want to see the thing I love. Like, or yeah, just you just want to see her killing more things, movie. being badass. And in this, it just immediately rock salt to the tits. Yes, by Bill's brother, Bud. Yeah, and then buried alive. In a pretty intense scene. That scene had me almost have a panic attack. Yeah, it's shit <laughs> is like... I, that's a worse fear for me, being buried alive. I think for most people. That is one of the scariest things that could probably ever happen to you. Yeah, being buried alive. I'm not even very claustrophobic. But, like, when I can't breathe, I start panicking hard. Like, I immediately, like, when I get, like, if I'm at the ocean and I get, like, taken under by the waves, I immediately panic. I'm not good in those situations. Like, yeah, it's not good. It's, yeah, it's not being able to breathe in general is just it's horrible. If someone touches me while I'm swimming, I'm just like, I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Little seaweed crazy. Yeah. Ah! Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she she gets fucking buried alive. And then we get... This flashback scene of when she is trained by this crazy uh, martial arts master. I would like to see that movie. It would have been, like I don't. There's a lot. There's too much going. on. I don't on. like that he got killed just by being poisoned. It's the dumbest thing. It made because him a pointless character. Yeah, because wasn't he this ultimate crazy badass? No one tried to poison him before. I this is the first time someone poisoned him. He didn't. Wasn't like used to antidotes. Like I feel like it should have po- like. I don't know, like how'd she kill it? Like he didn't sense that she was gonna do that. Yeah, that like, the the other uh, assassin that's uh, on the list, L, the one with the eye patch. Yeah, you know she also trained on. Well, let's kind of go back a little bit. Um, so there's this flashback scene of, uh, it starts out with Bill and uh, Uma Thurman, the bride or whatever. Why does Bill have to be seventy years old? Because Quentin Tarantino is a fan of that actor. And you just un- wanted to make him fuck a hot chick? <laughs> well, you don't see that. I know, but I just think it's a little creepy. But It is weird. It is a little weird. And we get a lot more feet shots in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, we get flying feet. Ridiculously obvious, like, what the fuck? It's we- so crazy. Like, you can watch Quentin Canto's movies and... If you don't know about his foot fetish, you wouldn't realize it. But as soon as you realize he has a foot fetish, it's all you can see. Yes. Yeah. He, he doesn't do it in every movie of his, but he does it in, in most. Most. And they're always dirty. The he only, likes them dirty. It's so gross. The only two movies. I don't I hate think, feet, but I don't love them either. I think the only two movies of his that he doesn't really do it a whole lot is uh, Django Unchained and um, Hateful Eight. Django Unchained because I think he was trying to be a little more respectful. Like, yes. what, you're going to show slaves dirty feet? It's like, kind of fucked up Yeah, it's... while they're being whipped. Um, and then Hateful Eight, it's like... There's not really... There's that one... They're like in the frozen... They're bundled up. There's no reason to take your shoes off. It'd be stupid. What? And there's only one... There's only one female in the most of the movie. What, you're going to have them like... Do something to the Australian girl before that's like makes even more fun. A, di- a very distasteful scene, more distasteful. If like the guy slept with the Australian girl and then shot her like two hours later, yeah. everyone be like, okay, just so we can see her fucking feet, dude. Like, like yeah, the be- people that knew would be like, come on, man. Yeah, this movie though is a feet extravaganza. Oh my god, so much feet, 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 feet. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. footless. Like she's barefoot most of the movie. Yeah, she yeah, she fights barefoot. She wears sandals, and we get close-ups of the soles the of her toes. dirty feet. They're always Tarantino, dirty. Tarantino just loves dirty feet. It must be so awkward filming with him when he's doing that scene. <laughs> like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, Margot that, Robbie. That unnecessary scene. It wasn't unnecessary, but the, that un uh, unnecessary shot. Yeah, why? Why is her? Feet, she was wearing sandals. Why are her feet so dirty? 
It's yeah. And but what we're... did he make her walk around and get her feet dirty? He's like, walk around and get your feet dirty. Why? Uh, no well, it could reason. be from a previous scene because apparently that movie could have been like four hours. I would have watched All every him. minute of it because I love that movie. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's better than the book. <laughs> the book was weird. <laughs> That's all I'll say. This is a weird little experiment that he did, I thought. Uh, yeah, we're going way off topic. We were talking about her uh, training with uh, this crazy martial arts master. His name's Pai Mei. And I honestly, this might be like some of my favorite stuff in the movie. Yeah. It's kind of like the anime scenes and, and the Hateful Eight shit. Uh, or the crazy 88 shit yeah, yeah, in the yeah. last one. It's like the best part. It's like the, the, when it turned into like a Chinese It turned into martial arts Hong movie. Kong like martial arts movie. Yeah, like when, it, yeah. It yeah. has the same like kind of like zoom ins and like whole and like him making like kind of goofy faces and being a little bit of a caricature. Um, but they those movies were real, made by real Chinese directors yes, and Chinese yes. producers. Yes. We didn't make those movies. Yes, yes, yes. So it's like, yes. don't get on us. And it's just the you know, what's wrong with being a fan of it? Yeah, so, it's fun movies. Um, and I just yeah, that stuff is really like it's fun. Pai Mei is a dick. He is. He's just such an ass. He massacred an entire monastery just because the one guy like slighted him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't apologize. So he just murdered, yeah, the massacre of, like, the Shaolin Tower or something. Like some horror, like a bunch of peaceful Shaolin monks. He's murdered them all. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he's the, the greatest martial arts master in all the world. And, you know, he fucking puts her through the goddamn ringer. God, when he's twisting her arm, oh, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. The sound. Yeah, you know, it's that Tarantino violence. I know. It's very Doesn't brutal. matter if it's a female. Not at all. Yeah, she gets the shit kicked out of her. Women in general are just beating the shit out of each other in this movie. When she takes well, the other bitch's eye. Yes, that's a great. She scene. That's I like that around. scene too. That whole fight scene. Yeah, she's all flailing around. And it's just so crazy. I'll kill you, bitch! God damn. And doesn't, she doesn't even kill her. She yeah, just leaves she, her flailing around because you know that's gonna be the rest of her existence. No eyes. Like, what's she gonna do? Nothing. She can't come after me. What, are you going to get some kind of experimental eye surgery? Nah. Yeah, you're stuck there. You're in the like middle of nowhere. You're in this dumpy-ass trailer mm-hmm. with a black mamba that you yeah. put in the, the guy's suitcase. I didn't really like that. I didn't like that scene. Because I wanted I, him to get killed by Uma Thurman. And I thought, honestly, I thought he was one of the more interesting characters in the movie. Because he was weird. It's like he was guilty for it, but he was also like, you f- fucked over my... Gonna, br- but I'm not going to let you like, just murder kill me. me. And also... You hurt my brother. My brother's feeling... I thought that was a stupid line. Yeah. Because they kind of built it like he didn't like his brother. And then he was just like, hey, you know, or she's going to come brother. after us. Whatever happens, happens. But then rock that kind of tits. That was hilarious. And that, was, that was crazy. It goes to show she's a real shit assassin. I know. Just this Maybe movie. Maybe she's good at martial art. She's a great martial artist. Terrible assassin. Awful. That's probably why she quit. Like I, I got almost killed on my last assignment. <laughs> I mean, she almost did because, um, there you have that scene where she finds out she's pregnant. I wish they would have established if like there's a code between assassins not to assassinate each other if one of them's pregnant. Why it's did that a lady little care? weird. It's a little like what? And it, that scene again goes on for like at least five minutes. Because yeah, it takes her like fifteen second, like fifteen minutes just to get over to the baby, like or the thing, just to go. I can't read it. Just tell me anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I. There's a lot of just unnecessary scenes in this movie. Not even unnecessary scenes, but. Scenes that just go on for way too long, and the dialogue just does not is not as good as Tarantino thinks it is. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is a problem that I have with hit with these movies or this movie, I guess, because he considers Kill Bill one film. <laughs> um, and there is actually they, it's not it hasn't been released in America for some reason, but there is a cut of the movie that is. 
actually available where it's both parts put together. It's not like it'd be hard to do that, really. Even with just your two DVDs, yeah. you just watch them back to back. And I think it actually has an official Blu-ray release in Japan. That's so random. Well, he kind of made it for that sort of audience. I know, but like said. not to do an American release at all? I don't and know. And there's rumors there's going to be a Kill Bill 3? That's not going to happen. There's always rumors of him doing weird shit. They're just saying he was going to do a Star Trek movie. That'd be terrible. It would be. He's he's been talking about doing all kinds of things, and he's he's never gonna do any adaptations. That's for I sure. I hope not. He did one, Jackie Brown. Well, he might do Kill Bill three because like he had that whole. The, the rumors would be like it's like the whole thing he set up, like it's the 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 oh yeah the younger girl's girl. daughter coming from Uma Thurman. So what would be? It wouldn't be called Kill Bill three. It would be like Kill the Bride. But then like. Kill Beatrice. Who's she gonna go through to kill? I don't like. Does Uma Thurman become like a? See, mom that's the thing. Them? That's why it doesn't work. I feel like it could work if like she ended up not like they like teamed up for some reason or something. I don't know. <gasps> she could be a lesbian with Uma Thurman's daughter. LBGDQ is super popular. Ah. Uh. That's not something I want to see. Tarantino needs to get the youngins. He doesn't care. He's ma- He said he's his next movie is going to be his last. I thought he had a couple more in him. No. He said that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was like his second to last movie. And he wants to end with ten. Ten movies. Of mostly good Mostly great but he's only he'll only made 10 movies? Feels like he's made so many. Well, he's been a part of a lot of weird things. Um, let's I see. guess he spaces his movies out pretty well. He, uh, let's see, he directed one, he was a special guest director for the movie Sin City. Huh. Have you ever seen that movie? No. That movie that's like, it's like black and white. It's yeah, like, I've never seen it. The first one is actually a good movie. The second one is trash. That's what I heard. Um, I think from you. Yeah. I, yeah, I really liked the first one. I was obsessed with it when I yeah, was Yeah, it was super popular. I remember it was like a real like thing when it came out. Because everyone was like, whoa, man. It and was so edgy and it was dark and it looked so crazy and cool. It was the last. And you got a couple of those kind of things. Yeah, you got the spirit. But it was the only one that ever was bad. popular. <laughs> Yeah, no one liked any other movie that was filmed like that. Or uh, Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. I don't remember that even at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. That actually came before Sin City, but it was a movie that was kind of like it, like mostly used like CGI Make it look like a graphic novel. And yeah, it was like really stylized. It was like supposed to be like an old like 1940s like cartoon or something. Hmm. It was really weird. That's not. It's actually not a bad movie. It has Jude Law was the lead in it. That's crazy. And Gwyneth Paltrow before his dad big star <laughs> downfall. He's still doing. Remember stuff. when he got caught cheating on his wife? But he's still doing stuff now. I know, I know. It's but it career. took him years for his career to recover because he was everybody then. He was in like movies constantly back then. Wait, wait. I think that was Hugh Grant. No, it happened to both. That's okay. <laughs> Jude Law cheated on with his, uh, the nanny. It's always the nanny. (laughs) The nanny or the maid. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, Tarantino's done a whole bunch of, like, weird shit. He's in Little Nicky. Remember Little Nicky? Yes, I do. I love Little Nicky. You hate it. I don't hate it. Which is weird. No, I don't hate it. I feel like a Little Nicky is like your movie. If you're like going to like an Adam Sandler's movie. I watched it a lot when I was younger. I I have not seen it in quite a while. It's so crazy. It is a weird movie. It's one of the, it's Adam Sandler's weirdest movie. Yeah. When you think, comparing to all of it, because his other stuff is all mostly like just comedy. Like you can't get it. But it's all like, yeah, Little Nicky has like, Horror elements to it somewhat. A little, like, yeah, because it's hell and a de- he's a demon. He's the son of the devil. It's so weird. But it's he's like the nice son. And there's the one guy, the monster with boobs. <laughs> oh yeah, there's boobs on. 
boobs on his head. Uh. <laughs> and like then, oh god, it's so crazy. Uh, we'll not talk about that later, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, Tarantino's the crazy uh, blind preacher. In that yeah, movie. I remember that. I remember. Well, all gone, and he keeps getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting like, worse. What? I remember when I watched that originally as a kid, I didn't know Tarantino. So I was just like, oh, the Who's priest. This weirdo? It's just the priest. He gets the shit beat out of him the whole movie. No, it's Academy Award winning director and writer Quentin Tarantino. Looked like he was having fun. I think he was doing a favor for uh, Harvey Keitel because Harvey Keitel is the one who plays the devil in that movie. Yes. He's, he's so funny. He's such an old man. And Rodney and he keeps like withering her way down to his like just his mouth. He's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> oh yeah, when he's disappearing. Yeah. <laughs> and his mom is um. Oh, it's Reese Witherspoon. Angel. It's Reese. It's Reese Witherspoon. Yes, it was. Was it? It was. Yeah. It was Reese Witherspoon. God damn. And uh, Rodney Dangerfield was the. <laughs> The father of the devil. Yeah, the old, <laughs> old devil. He gets pushed over. He's like, even in hell, I don't get rid of any respect. I can't believe he was still alive then. He must have died it shortly after that, right? two years before his death. He died in, I think, in like, oh three, oh four. Jesus. I remember when it happened. And my dad and I were like, oh. I sad, don't. Because we, both, cause we both loved his movies. Caddyshack. Which we did an episode on recently. You should all go listen back to that. and listen to that. And also watch the movie because it's a funny ass fucking movie. <laughs> uh, isn't it amazing how like everything else we're talking about is more interesting than the movie that we watched? That's see right there. That's Lee's feelings towards this movie right away. <laughs> Lee was like, "No, every and it now." I'm going to say I definitely can agree with most. I think most people say it, the first one's better. Oh, for sure. I don't really, I don't like the fight. And the fight scene at the end is just kind of like anticlimactic. Anticlimactic, yes. Blue balls. He, she just, yeah, like you said, they they have the, the crazy reveal and then they watch a movie and they cuddle and. And then they have this. And they, long, but he did long that before. Like they had a long, like they played game, like they did the whole. He played in front of her. The reveal. Oh yeah, the that reveal scene. was like four minutes long. <laughs> of just was... him going like, pretend to be shot, mommy, shoot mommy. Oh no! And she like acts really awkwardly, and like, and the mom's like, don't. And the little girl was like, don't die, mommy. <laughs> and like, what? Like, was she telling? <laughs> it's crazy how the little girl immediately loves her mom. And it's like but you don't even he, know her. But like he's been raising her in a way that like he's telling her about her the whole time. And it's like what like he didn't give a fuck about that baby. But like like also like was the, I wish I wish they kind of is there a scene when she goes Bill it's your baby and then he shoots her and then he's just like it was mine and like is there that I don't know probably not because otherwise he's just gonna leave the baby. He's just like oh it's dead you're dead fuck you. Just but then there's this. I just because he didn't want to be with me anymore. They're like, I don't really understand why they had to, why Tarantino had to, uh, make their relationship like complicated. Yeah, it should have been just like, okay, I'm gonna kill you. Like you he should just be, he just should have betrayed her, and yeah. I did kind of like his like explanation. Like he's like, you dated a ruthless murdering bastard. Like, what did you expect when you left a ruthless murdering bastard? <laughs> like, he's like, it's what I, he's like, I'm sorry for what I did, but I'm but not you, also. Because what did you expect? I'm an assassin. What do you think is going to happen when you I, fucking leave an assassin? Like, you didn't, we didn't just break up. You just left me. What do you think is going to happen? I'm going to murder all your motherfucking I'm gonna friends. track you down and, yeah. Murder your ass. Like, and she's a shit assassin. She couldn't even see it coming at all. She really is. No wonder, no wonder she wanted to quit. <laughs> He's not good they at it. They built her up like better in the first one. They really did. She, like, but even then, she had like moments where you're like, "What? What are you doing, lady?" Big toe. <laughs> I mean that it's just like that, like sets up a more like kind of fun conclusion, I guess. Yeah, and th- this is just, I guess, like I don't know. Like, he wanted her to have, like, get the daughter, not have it be this, like, crazy, brutal thing. Like, he mur- she murdered her father in front of her and the daughter. Like, 
I don't know. I, or he didn't want to do it to where like Bill's like been like f- like torturing her for four years, like or like mistreating her for four years. So she's been waiting for her mom to come. No, he's just been showing her kung fu movies. Yeah, and raising her really well. And then like she <laughs> murdered her goldfish. She's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. She's part Bill. And then yeah, it just ends with like, all right, let's fight. And then like he goes to like sh- stab her, and then she goes like, nope. And then like blocks, and it's like five finger punch death. And he's yeah, oh. it just like that's how it ends. And he just he gets up and he walks off, and there's this dramatic music playing. Yeah, it's like what if you just don't move, do you gonna live? <laughs> like it's like I'm just not gonna move. Fuck you. I'm just not gonna take the five steps. Like. What, if someone picks you up and moves you five steps worth, you die? Like, I don't get the punch. It's It was very... Kung fu knowledge, but... Kung fu nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he just crumples. Blur, blur. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, it would have been cooler if she then walked over and shot him in the head to make sure he's dead. <laughs> hey, Bill. Boom. It's your baby. <laughs> yeah. It's your bullet. And the daughter's just fine. Like, all right, you killed my dad. I guess this is what it was. Like. Was he, like, prepping for that? Like, one day your mom's going to come and try to kill me, and I might kill her, she might kill me. <laughs> like, but you got to love the one who survives. Like, I, uh, that's why she's like, all right, goldfish. <laughs> like, because like, she's crazy. <laughs> I, uh, this is just, this movie. Uh, yeah, this is, like, I thought I would like it more. How long has it been since you've seen this movie? It's been a few years. It's been a few years. It's been longer than the first one, or do you usually when you watch the the first one, you watch the second one? Yeah, because it's you know, it's the it's the same movie. Well, not the same movie, but I don't always watch like when I watch a movie in a trilogy or a thing. I don't then be like, I gotta watch all of them. because you already know what happens. It's like you have to watch volume two every time you watch volume one. But then it's like, well, I mean, you gotta have the conclusion. <laughs> but you know the conclusion. And it's like, yeah. And there's a lot of scenes where I'm just like, and this movie's like, a come good, on, this movie's longer than the first one. <laughs> it is by like thirty minutes. Remember, remember the scene where Bud goes to his, his your favorite strip club scene. work, and I was just like. Why do we need this? Yeah, at least if we're going to be at a strip club, can we see something? Yeah, we see something? We Come see on, two, two sad-ass strippers. It's an empty strip club. With two sad-ass strippers. <laughs> yeah, Look. one of them's in the back doing coke. And I really wanted Bud to like put the shotgun in that guy's face and shoot him. Like, Why didn't, he, why didn't we have that conclusion? Like, that guy was such a pissy little ant fuck. Yeah, and for some reason he was like... Uh, like some guy from New Jersey. Who had a lot of business. They were out in Texas. And he probably just used that. He basically used the strip club as a place to do coke and have like hot bitches around him for a minute. Because he had know. other businesses, I guess. That was that was just a pointless scene. Absolutely very long. pointless scene. Yes, and a very lo- a long, pointless scene, which a lot of scenes in this movie are. And then we get her hiding underneath his trailer... In a mask, which she then proceeds to take off. Why did <laughs> you have it on? It's so bad. What was the point of the mask? And it's then just so do this dumb. dramatic, like, ah, run up with a sword. And he just said there was a shotgun. Like, dump it. Boom. And just blast your ass away with some rock Fucking salt. Blows her tits off almost. Yeah, he's like, I was aiming for your tits. <laughs> It's and then he gets killed in such a fucking wanky-de-danky way. Just, yeah. oh, oh, God, Jesus Christ, oh, oh. <laughs> Just, yeah, like, bitten up a bitch. She was gonna, what, oh, yeah, she was gonna give Elle her sword for a million dollars cash. And fucking, you know, Elle is a crazy psychopath. Um, she's like, okay. And they meet up in his trailer and fucking... She's secretly mad that he killed... The bride, because she wanted to do it. Well, yeah, because she's like, you miserable fuck, you killed. Because she, like, respected her. It's like Elle looked up to her but hated her at the same time because she's like, you killed the greatest warrior that I know. And, like, like, your piss-ant face, fuck face. Yeah, you little fucking drunk hillbilly piece of shit. Like, how dare you kill such a mighty warrior? 
Yeah. And yeah, so she puts a fucking black mamba in the suitcase full of money. And I think it would have been just so much greater as like he was just counting his money and she's like, <laughs> and then she's like, hates him. Right then we get like a fucking um, uh, drive scene and just shotgun in the window. Boom! And just blows the back of his Channing Tatum head off. <laughs> yeah. And you just get in the whole. And L going, oh, fuck! And rolling back and grabbing the sword. And then we get a battle. Yeah, because initially. Um, and but... no, just blast him. No, blast him in the back of the head with rock salt. Oh, yeah. It's like, really... So the whole time he she's like fighting, he's like, ah! Ah! And then like she walks out with Bud. And his head's just devastated by rock salt because even rock salt at that range, just he's not gonna live, but it's painful death. It's like, oh, as the salt's like burrowing its way into his head, and like she's just screaming with no eyes. That'd be a cooler trailer to walk out of. Yeah, be a lot of noise. Yeah. One second, everybody. We gotta get something back up and running. There we go. We're back up and running. Yeah, so, it yeah, it was a little disappointing that, you know, that's how Bud goes out. And then it results in another long monologue scene of uh, the L explaining how Black Mama's poison works. Yeah. Like, it's the deadliest snake in all the world. I'm like, okay, you watched Animal Planet, Tarantino. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, right? <laughs> it's like he was filming the movie and he watched a t- like a, a documentary the night before. And was like, I got a great thing for the movie. I mean, I get it. Um, Uma Thurman's character, her code name was Black Mamba. They all have code names. So it was like snakes. Black Mamba Revenge. Like it was like it's so weird. She like looked up to it, but then she hated her so much. L hated like Black Mamba. Yeah. That- that fight scene is just so brutal. Yeah, when she reveals, like, I killed your master. Like, oh, oh, oh. I killed your master. Uma Thurman does the like, really dramatic, like, performance. Like, oh, oh. I like uh, her name is, the, her, the actress's name is Daryl Hannah. Yeah, I like she's her. She's really good. Um, she's, yeah, she's, like, an, she's, she's an evil bitch in this movie, and she plays it well. Yeah, she's over, like she's overacting. Like, but everyone is. But that's like, not no, not. I feel like Uma Thurman should have been. She's like. She was kind of over the top in the first one. She had really corny dialogue in the first one. It was, yeah, it was more manga-like. Yeah. I liked it. But in this one, she's, like, more grounded and, like, more, like, I don't it's know. It's like he was preparing her to be a mom. So she just kind of comes off more bland, honestly. That's why, like, they don't really, there's not many, there's that one fight scene and then that's it. Yeah. Because the fight scene with Bill forever. is literally, like, five seconds. It's nothing. It's not a fight scene. It's just a boop, boop, boop. Oh. And That's then what just we like built. a farewell like conversation, and then he goes, doo, doo, doo. It's <laughs> like, but weren't we supposed to hate him? Yeah. Like, I, like, I still do, but now I'm confused. <laughs> like, it's like, I get it. You're like, ooh, people are complicated. Popular relationship. But this murdered. is supposed to be like a fucking, like, not. This is supposed to be the movie. That your characters in your real, more realistic movies would watch. That's what you said, Tarantino, and this doesn't really match up with that. Didn't really, yeah. I'm disappointed with Volume 2. I will say I like Volume 1 more. Volume 1's a much more entertaining movie. Yeah. Um, I th- uh, he achieved his goal with that part. Yeah, and this one has glimpses of it. Like, I wish it kind of had gone more. Like, if he was going to do homages to, like, the Asian world, like, the first one's to Japan, maybe the second one's to China. Like, I wish he would have done more, like, Hong Kong-y, like, I mean, martial arts movie. Yeah, but just that one scene. Yeah. All of, like, Volume 1 feels, like, manga-like. You even get, like, you get anime. Yeah, you get a whole manga thing. Like, you get an anime scene. Yeah, yeah and, th- and then this one you get the whole kind of Hong Kong training scene, but it could have been maybe longer. Um, because yeah. I like that scene. I did. I liked too. her training. It was with the him. most well directed scene. It you was didn't the most get exciting. to the point. I wish it would have showed the point where like he liked her. I know he wasn't ever gonna like hug her like a daughter, but like. But you know, actually seeing respect her. Yeah, actually uh, warming up to her. Yeah, like but Bill while, said he would. Like I said, I would have liked to seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And there's this, like, he also like instead of like doing like more like martial arts homages in this. He does a lot of fucking like grindhousey, like homages, like exploitation stuff. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of references to that. There's actors from exploitation movies peppered throughout. Um, I'm just like, no. That's like, you did, you do that next time in his next movie, which is Death Proof, which is the movie I truly hate. We're skipping that one, aren't we? We're not going to do it for It's Not the Worst Movie Ever Oh, podcast. you're going to save it? For Bad Movie Intermission? Maybe. But yeah, no. That's going to be sad, though. Yeah, Cause you Because I, wa- I don't know. I want to like... We we want to watch something we hate, can hate fuck. Can hate. Well, like, I can hate done with the, the last shit year. out of that movie. Yeah, but you've seen it. I, I still want... like I like BMI when it's like new to both of us. When it's surprising. So we can both like get our first genuine hate on it. Garbage Pail Kids was Total quite, Recall, quite an experience. Yes, Total Recall. It was a good. That one. was just boring. But we hate the fuck out. That was we a good really podcast. hated it. But we hated it because it was so boring. But it was it's fun hating on a movie. It is like a truly bad one, not one that's like just to hate on it because it's popular, like a lot of people do nowadays. It seems. Yeah. But like a truly like everyone goes like oh yeah that's garbage. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone a movie that's so bad everyone can agree on it. But yeah, like just a little like uh, foreshadowing. Hey everyone, episode seventy four, next episode season finale, and then we got a BMI. Yes, we got a great one coming up for you. Obviously, you won't know until next week, but hope you look forward to it. It's Sterling's choice. Yeah, it'll be episode three of Bad Movie Intermission. Dun dun dun. All right. Um. Well, I think it's a good time. For some questions. Really? Questions? Questions for Lee? Kaora. S? C. Questions for Lee. All right, questions for Lee Lee. Um, questions? Well, I already asked you the last time you saw this. I guess you already, and you've answered this. You like Volume 1 more than Volume 2, right? Yes. Like You didn't like Volume 1 a lot, but you liked, you still... Because I, I feel like... Why he, is that? Yeah. Why why do you like Volume 1 more than 2? Because I feel like he actually accomplished what he kind of set out to do, was make a movie that his characters from Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs or even Jackie Brown mm-hmm. would go and see. Just a fucking crazy... They live in these crazy worlds. So in this crazy world, they would have to, their movies have their to be... Their movies cra- would have to be even crazier. more wild. Um, and I feel like he accomplished that. Pussy whack. Yeah, yeah. Just, the movie was just, it was nuts. I didn't love it, but um, it was kind of exciting at points. Uh, but then this movie, it just it just feels like he hit the brakes. And I got like whiplash. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, the, the opening scene, it's like, okay, we know what happens. You don't have to make this go on for so long. And then follow it up with another... Well, eh, I actually like the scene between Bill and Bud. Um, but yeah, just like... Then, you, you know, the, the titty bar scene. We don't need these scenes. Mm-hmm. This should just be... This movie should be shorter than the first part. Because it's now it's like, all right, she's got how many people left? Two. Three. Three. Three, yeah. Um, so it's like, all right, well, and you, you you know, you could have them, like, working with each other, some shit. You know, have something, like, kind of, like to make us root for the bride, mm-hmm. who we find out her name is Beatrix. Yeah, it's Beatrix some crazy kiddo. reveal. Like, they bleep it a couple times in the beginning. Like, who cares? Yeah, and then there's that weird scene where, like, you find out her name, and then they, like, they cut to the, like this classroom. Yeah. And she and it's Uma Thurman in this classroom full of kids. And, and she's, she's like Beatrix like kiddo right here. And you're like what? It's like okay. <gasps> what? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just I'm disappointed with just the the pacing of this movie. Um, it's really uneven. I guess the whole thing, like, you know, if you're going to... I get that. If you're going to combine the two and, uh, you know, just consider it one film, it's a very unevenly paced film. Maybe one of... 
the worst paced films I could have I've ever seen, honestly. Really? It's crazy hearing you say that about Tarantino. Yes, I say it. I, I gotta be honest, man. I call him like I see him. He calls him I don't like let my season. I don't let my bias kind of get the best of me. All right. Well, Lee. I'll be much nicer about the next movie of his what's, that we watch. What's your favorite scene or favorite part of this movie? Well, what can you, What's something good you could say about this movie? Well, I will say this is a pretty well-directed movie. His cinematog- the cinematography is really good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been working with, I think it's the cinematographer he's been working with for quite a while. Uh, who's done most of his like uh, movies up till now, um, and he's just really yeah they they work really well together, and he manages to capture the look of a lot of like these old you know like exploitation movies or martial arts films, especially during that scene, uh, the training scene mm-hmm. with Pai Mei. Um, I was just like. I was just drawn in simply by the visuals. Yeah, it looked like a movie film back then, like old film all of a sudden. I was just like, whoa, this this is what I want to see. Because this is the kind of, sh- yeah, this is the shit I could imagine Jules and Vincent going to see on like a, like at a, mat- like a matinee. Like, oh, yeah. let's kill some time before we go on a hit. Um, let's go see Kill Bill. Yeah, exactly. And it'd be like a franchise in the universe. Like, let's go see Kill Bill 5. Like, he could always been v- referenced after the second. Like, he doesn't, obviously Tarantino doesn't have to keep making it. But, like, in his whole universe, like, they could be like, oh, you could see in the background, maybe Kill Bill 4 coming out. Like I almost feel like this movie should have had the same tone as the fake television show that Uma Thurman described in Pulp Fiction, Fox Force 5. Oh, yes, that weird-ass show. Like, I feel like that should have been something... Like, that's what they're watching in this universe. That makes sense to me that it would be kind of corny like that. Mm-hmm. But no, no, we're gonna we're gonna ground it. It's gonna be more dirty and grungy. Which okay, making it real. It's like, but no, it's just it doesn't jive with the first part. So is that so? That's so you already answered my next one. That's your biggest complaint is the pacing. Oh yeah, but I mean I. I really want to say, I guess, like, my other favorite scene in the movie is the fight scene between Elle and Beatrice. It's a brutal scene, like, fucking... They kick the shit out of her. Steps on her foot with a, uh, her heel. Yeah, and she's, yeah, Uma Thurman's barefoot. Obviously. Um, <laughs> Obviously. Cause it's and then, yeah, she does her master's trick, gets her la- master's last revenge on him, on her, rips out her eyeball. Mm-hmm. It's like, Jesus Christ, you just had that in the back pocket? You should use that more often. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I think that's also, you know, that also has a lot of uh, camera angles and sort of looks like a It's the only scene. fight scene we get in the whole movie. And it's good. It's a good one. I'll give him that. Even it's not that long. The talking before it was longer. Because, you know, it's terrible. My dialogue is so good. <laughs> yeah, that's what hateful eight is. You know, just fucking you know, writing, writing with his pen in one hand and jerking himself off. <laughs> oh, it's great! It's gonna be cinema. <laughs> cinema. It's gonna be cinema. Everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> like what like, is it over yet? <laughs> Guess I we mean, saw another Tarantino movie. <laughs> you know, it's not like that all the time, but I mean, he no, I mean he. No, he eventually goes and uh, like w- he didn't accomplish it with this movie, but I think he accomplished it with Django. Oh, for sure, Django. We'll talk about that li- later. I'm sure because I'm sure we'll watch that. I mean, you've or already seen it. Okay, we don't have to. I'm not gonna rush to it. I could watch it one day though. You probably haven't seen it in a while. No, it's a very long. Movie. Everyone loves that movie though. It's his most, I think his most profitable movie. Yeah, it is. Which is just so crazy to me. It just was a phenomenon this that year. I saw it three times. I remember there was a bunch of controversy because it said the N-word so much. 
But everybody was like, no, this movie's awesome. Yeah, Jamie Foxx is like, shut up. And it has, like... And it's I, in slavery. Like, what, are they supposed to go, you Negro? Like, are they supposed to go, you African-American? That would be weird as fuck. Well, it was, you know, Spike Lee... Uh, got upset because he's like, you know, uh, slavery wasn't a spaghetti western, uh, but it's like... All right, Spike Lee, why don't you send a mob to an innocent family again? <laughs> yeah, remember that, folks? A 10-year anniversary of that, by the way. Remember, Not of the Spike Lee thing, but of the reason why he did that. Remember Spike Lee is actually a pretty garbage person. but um, Yeah, yeah a little bit. Tarantino's a bit of an asshole too, though. Yeah, definitely. To be, to be fair, definitely, um, definitely. but yeah, you know that it's just amazing how that movie kind of just blew every like just drew in a general audience and everybody just thought it was a really good movie. It was though. I saw it, it twice in theaters, it's an and I, it's rare film. for me to see a movie twice. I think it, it's one of his best movies. It's my favorite still, even after seeing these two. I mean, even just, after adding these two to the rep- the repertoire, I mean, it's that movie's long, but, but you I don't think feel it at all. It's extremely well paced. Yeah, it's like and, two. It's like what Hateful Eight tried to be. Two different yeah. movies, but awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, and every almost every scene in Django Unchained is just a fucking home. Yeah, run. and they're long, but That's they're memorable. great. Like the opening scene where it's just like oh, that long fucking like they're love it. walking for so yeah, long. Yeah, the opening and, credit scene. And it's just the, like you're, you know, and they're, co- they're walk- yeah, it's it's such a great opening and then like those piece of shit fuckers. Like, remember when I gave you that rotten apple and they just fucking just beat him. Just blow that fucker up. Yeah. Yeah, and the doctor just shoots the person's head. <laughs> Fuck your brother, racist piece of shit. That's that's a tremendous movie. And he, yeah, I feel like that's when he sort of perfected his grindhouse thing. Yeah, because that feels like a movie that like uh, that could be a, that could been in his universe. Yes, that is definitely a movie that I could imagine Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction watching. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with him, he probably be super into that. Yeah, because it's over the top gory. Like the first volume one, uh, first uh, Kill Bill. Well, Lee, also um, tied in with the next question, which is, what is your rating? Where now, now that we've added this this next one, where do volume one and two fall in your category, your ranking of Tarantino movies? So far. Um, but first, tell me what's your uh, rating of this movie. Last one was six, right? Yes. And I gave it a seven. Yes. What are you going to give this one? I, I almost want to give it low. For your own movie. That's a low six. It is much closer to a five. You can almost say it's like five point nine five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, ranking. I guess I'll start from the top down. Uh, Pulp Fiction is my number one. Yes. An all-time favorite movie, classic. Uh, any scene is the best. Um, I like that one as well. Mm-hmm. This isn't my actual official number one. No, I haven't watched them all yet. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Boo. I hate Reservoir Dogs. Garbage. Um, but I Lowers my opinion of Lee. <laughs> but I just, I really like the, the characters in that movie. I love, I think his dialogue is absolutely crisp. Um, it just impresses nope. me that I just, uh, it impressed me that it's his first film. It impresses me that it was his first film, 
and um, it came out extremely well, and it made waves when it came out, um, and it launched his career. Um, I, I I still love it. I still really love um, Reservoir Dogs. Then Jackie Brown. So Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Yes, Jackie Brown. I didn't while, hate it like Reservoir Dogs, I, but I didn't like it. It is. It's too long. It's definitely way too long. It doesn't need to be almost three hours mm-hmm. um, with very little happening. It's a very. Yeah. It's a dialogue driven. Um, that's a movie you kind of have to like really put yourself in the mood for if you want to watch it. Yeah. Um, it's his most underrated movie. It's a movie that kind of gets overlooked in his filmography. And I can kind of see why. Because also you don't really like the main character. I like Jackie Brown. She's just I boring. It's not like you don't like her. It's just like, oh. I Brown. like her and I find her an interesting character. And I don't I like remember Pam what Greer. she did in the entire movie at all. Well, we're not going to get into that. But, <laughs> um, I really like that movie. I like the supporting character. Sam Jackson alone makes that movie, honestly. His hair does, yeah. His hair. No, his performance is also really great. Um, and then Volume 1, Kill Bill Volume 1. It's more exciting. It's more like gets to the point. It accomplishes what Tarantino set out to do. And Volume 2 is definitely at the bottom. Okay. 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 That's what I basically expected. Um, as for my rating, I'm going to go five. Uh, didn't hate it, but I just thought the movie was pretty bleh and it just felt long. It did. Uh, I didn't, I still somehow think the only reason you rated it higher than me was because you're like a Tarantino. Cause I still somehow think I like Kill Bill 2 more than you like Kill Bill 2. Really? I at least had less of feelings towards it. That's why it goes to a five for me. The five isn't because I didn't like it. The five is just I just didn't care. Yeah. I really like I wanted to care from this one. This one was the one that was gonna try to make me care for more. This was the one that potentially could have made volume one an eight. If I really mm-hmm. liked this one. Like the t- the the backstory and the wedding scene and all that stuff. Yeah. Eh. I didn't like the fucking guy she's hooking up. I was like, oh, kill him. I don't give a fuck about this guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you get no setup. Like, 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 well, they're her friends, but like, why? And like, they're her new family, but why? Like, so yeah, why didn't we get the scene of her meeting? Why did this she guy? need a new family? What, what happened when she was a kid? How did she meet Bill? Like, There's you don't this- get any of that. You get no backstory. We get one scene of them in a Jeep. He gets, she gets dropped off for a year at a fucking old Chinese man's house who she has to fucking suck off and fight every day. And then then Bill picks her up and she's an assassin. And it's like, where'd she come from? <laughs> who is she? Yeah, we, we still, like, we never find out who she is. We find out that she has emotions, I You guess. find out more about everyone she kills. Yeah. 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 But you don't find shit about her. We get the full backstory of a character who is in, like, two scenes. Yeah, why did we get a full backstory? I liked it, but why? I don't know. And it's, like, it's it's just going to be a mystery to me forever. These movies are uneven. Or this movie is uneven. It is. It is. It is. Um, it's, it's funny. It's kind of crazy that like you've used your last two movies to like, I'm surprised you even showed me these that because of how much you kind of like didn't, I get the first one and then I kind of get the second one because of your explanation of like, you have to watch the second one. Like if you've watched the first one, I guess you'd have to show it to me, but it's like almost like I'm surprised you didn't just skip them. Like you did death. You're going to do death proof. Cause I don't, you must really hate death proof. I do. Like there must be nothing redeeming about that one. The only thing that's good in it is Kurt Russell. Plays a pretty good villain in it, but he like is in maybe like the first twenty minutes, which is the most boring, fucking insufferable thing. <laughs> One of the most boring and most insufferable things I've ever watched. And Kurt Russell's just kind of staring off through most of it and gets occasion so one like occasional line of dialogue, which is really cool. And you're like, more of him, please. It's like God, the first Godzilla movie. 
<laughs> like, exactly. Can we get more of the cool thing? Oh, back to the boring. <laughs> yeah, we get to see Quentin Tarantino act. Oh, I hate when he acts. He's the worst actor in the world. And the, it might be the worst performance he ever gave in <laughs> one of his movies. Even worse than Reservoir Dogs? I like it. Well, he's okay in Reservoir Dogs. He's garbage. <laughs> what about, no, Django Unchained is probably the better example. The, the, <laughs> the, the horrible accent that he has. This is really, so... He sounds like almost like a southern Australian guy. And then he just <laughs> says the N-word a lot and then blows up. <laughs> He gets blown up. It's hilarious. It's like he said the N word aggressively amount. It's like Tarantino's like, I can say that word. <laughs> he's never been able to say it in any of his movies. No, he said Pulp it in Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Since Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now he's just like, all right, I got one. <laughs> I have a reason. It's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, uh, he, didn't, he wasn't in his movies at all, right? No. Surprisingly. It, he's in enough of his movies, it almost feels like a Stan Lee thing. He has to be in his movies, but then like sometimes he's not in him at all. Yeah, he wasn't in Jackie Brown. He's he on Kill Bill one or two. He's in Jago, Death Proof, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. Was he in um, Once a Time in Bollywood? Uh, no, Can't not remember. that I know of. I don't remember, right? But he does have a weird cameo in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah. I got to see that one. That's the next one we're watching. That's what I thought. And I'll have a lot nicer things to say about that. Are we watching that. another Tarantino movie? No, not right okay, away. Because can we take a break? Two movies in a row. Yes, Tarantino. yes, yes. I don't know. I don't Only want... so much fucked up shit. That's going to be the last one for a while, so I got to wait. Wait for a special moment. Um. All right. <laughs> Everyone be like that. That wasn't real. That's my mouth. That just it just leaves just like it's a special moment. <laughs> it just had a good face to go along with it. <laughs> it was no respect, no respect at all. <laughs> no respect, no respect. Um. All right, though. Like this movie. Unlike this movie, we're not gonna keep this podcast going too long. Not, I mean, we're already rambling just like the movie. But yeah, I mean, this is one of those ones like I think one of mine not too long ago where we th- there's no talking about the movie. <laughs> um, it's just like, yeah, this movie, our opinions about it. Now let's talk about other movies. Um, that are like it? Or like the world. We stand you through Ukra- Ukraine. Yeah. Yes. Um, fuck you, Russia. Um, and fuck you, China. Um, <laughs> yes. But yes. So next week... Big, uh, big episode. It's season three finale. Oh, pretty crazy episode seventy five. We've been doing this for seventy five episodes. Ain't that a wiggly wog? That's a peach. Um, now I told Lee a movie before we were recording this podcast, but then I we we sat down on this podcast, forgetting that next week's podcast is our season finale. So. The, when I had picked the movie, I thought I was just picking a normal, like, let's do an episode. Not saying the movie I picked, I don't like, but I don't want that. To, that's not a season finale movie. Um, I'm not going to. Oh, but uh, this one is the one here. Because this, I wanted something weird and, like, obscure, and not a lot of people have seen this one. The movie I was going to pick was She's Out of My League. Now, we will watch that in the future, probably Wait, in the first. It's not? Yeah, it's not anymore. Out of my movie, I was going to watch. That's what I'm saying. I was gonna show you that. Now, when we were as as we were watching this, I and I was, was the thinking, Jennifer Lopez movie. No, no, I didn't go to that either. I don't want just a regular rom com for this. I wanted it to be something weird and have a movie where you're like, ah, uh, and okay. potentially you could like it. I don't think you're gonna like Monster in Law because that was the other thing he was afraid I was gonna show him. Um, no, or She's Out of My League. I don't think you'll like that. I don't think you'll hate She's Out of My League. It's not an obnox- obnoxious romance movie. I think it's kind of entertaining, but I think you'll just be like, oh, well, that was a movie. You'll hate Monster in Law. <laughs> like Probably. you hated um, the backup plan. Backup plan. But I could talk more about Monster in Law because that was more when Jennifer Lopez was acting actively. So she was a better actress. Yes. yes. Um, she was more in her actress mode, I think. I think she's always a pretty decent actress, but she just had an act, whatever, in years um, at that point. But so. For this next week, I'm going to be showing Lee the big hit.
with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, wow. And that guy. And Bokeem, Wo- Bokeem Woodbine. Yep, the black that guy. Yeah, but that He's guy. He's a really good actor. You know that guy, right? Yes. He's no. in a lot of things. You don't know that guy? That guy? Yeah. He looks somewhat familiar, Fuck but I can't. you. Um, but yeah, we're going to watch the big hit. It's fucking a really random, weird movie I watched when I was younger. I think it's like a Marky Mark movie that came probably shortly after your one you showed me. Boogie Nights? Uh, Boogie Boogie. Um, but yeah. like, I'm excited to show Lee this one. This one is a good dude. This one's a doozy. Um, just the premise. Give you a little short premise. Rich guy, daughter, Marky Mark, kidnap. Um, okay. Well, everybody, right. that's the end of this episode. This is in episode 74. Um, as always, please watch the big hit so you're ready to talk about it with us next podcast and you don't get spoiled. Um, as always, shameless plug. Go follow us on Instagram. It's not the worst movie ever podcast. You'll find our TikToks linked there, our personal Instagrams. There you'll find my Instagram. Uh, on my Instagram, you'll find my dog's TikTok. Her Instagram, you'll find my TikTok. You know, go follow all those things. Follow my TikTok, Hammer Books. Follow my dog's TikTok, Desert Star. Uh, her Instagram, the underscore desert underscore star. Boom. Uh, trying to do that crazy social media game. Beep, beep, beep. Womp, 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 womp. Uh, Mountain Dew, 36. You know, cool things, I guess. I'm not autistic. Don't call me autistic. Um <laughs> I just have probably undiagnosed ADD. But uh, Uh that being said, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you have a great week. And we will talk to you next week. Schwing. Bye-bye.